The U.S. city of Birmingham, Alabama, will play host to the 11th edition of the World Games in about 11 months. We will get an update on how the project is going and learn more about the games on this latest installment of the Around the Rings podcast. Glad you could join us. I'm Around the Rings Managing Editor Gerard Farrick. First, a little background. The World Games is an 11-day international multi-sport event first held in 1981. It is staged every four years, the year following the Summer Olympics, by the International World Games Association. It is supported by the International Olympic Committee. Like the Tokyo Olympics, the Birmingham World Games was delayed by a year due to the pandemic. It now begins on July 7th, 2022. 3,600 elite athletes from more than 100 countries are expected to compete in more than 34 sports, many of them not a part of the Olympic program. So let's get to our guests today. They are Nick Sellers, who is the CEO of the World Games, and Kat Whitehill, who is one of five honorary co-chairs for the event. She is an Olympic champion, winning gold for the USA in soccer at the Athens Games in 2004. Welcome to both of you. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, Gerard. Great to be with you. So I guess the first thing is, uh, Nick, uh, the ticket launch began about a month ago, the one year to go to the start of the Games. Uh, How are sales so far? They're great. Uh, In in just under a month, we were uh, right at about $400,000 in total ticket sales, which was uh, really strong coming out of the gate. We've seen some great international interest. In fact, Just recently, out of uh, Go Figure, the country of Japan, as the U.S. uh, women's team in Japan had that grudge match in the gold medal round, uh, and the U.S. uh, just got edged out there, and and we expect both of those teams, hopefully intact with those tremendous athletes, to be competing yet again at World Games 2022. So we're really excited about where we are. So is this... uh a regional effort as far as sales goes for the Southeastern United States? Is that your focus? Is it more national or is it international? Yeah, that's a great question, Gerard. We expect that the majority of our fans will come in in probably a six to eight hour drive time. So generally what we would call the super Southeast um, with respect to, to ticket sales. And we are working with our members of Congress right now to ensure that all of our consul offices around the world reduce the backlog. There's a significant backlog, as probably everybody knows, because of the pandemic for visas. But we want to make sure that it is easy for international fans to get here because we do expect thousands. We're forecasting upwards of 15 to 20,000 international fans that will be here to to watch the games. But predominantly out of the half million uh, tickets we have available for these 34 competitions over 10 days, the majority of those we expect to come from the southeast United States. Very good. Uh, Kat, as a Birmingham native, what does the World Games coming to the city mean to you? Well, I'm just, I am so excited. Um, You know, I've been saying this a lot, but I think it's so true. My my mom has always said Birmingham is the world's best kept secret, but I'd like to keep it that way. And I, I disagree. You know, I'm like, I think it's the world best world's best kept secret and I would love for everybody to know it. And so now that can finally come true because, you know, I think Birmingham is such an incredible city. Um, there's so much that uh, it has to offer so much growth recently. That's so exciting. When I come home, I, I sometimes don't even recognize it from when I grew up just because of how, you know, the, the, the growth of downtown and, and all the surrounding areas has just been 
um, so incredible and exciting and just to, to see, you know, how um, Birmingham wants to bring in the fans. It's exciting that they will have fans, you know, I've loved watching the Olympics, but it's been, you know, tough to see that there hasn't been fans. So I think that that's exciting that Birmingham can welcome the world in that way and uh, just host so many different athletes at their peak, um, you know, just um, thinking about the U S and Japan softball team coming into Birmingham. I mean, they're, you know, just, I was disappointed to see that the U S didn't win. Cause I, I, you know, I've actually met a, a lot of those athletes from different, uh, games that I've been a part of, or just, you know, um, women's sports foundation and stuff like that. So I was disappointed for them, but I'm excited. They'll get to see Birmingham as well and compete at the highest level again, and, and hopefully uh, win the world games. And for all the other athletes coming in, you know, it's, it's going to be exciting to show off our city. And I just know that, well, you know, we'll be great hosts and everybody's preparing properly. It sounds amazing so far. It's only been a month, but I know that, you know, as, as, as soon as people keep hearing about it, they're going to want to come and see um, these, these players, these athletes and, um, you know, just see how awesome Birmingham is. Uh, Nick, uh, obviously, like Tokyo 2020, the pandemic forced a one-year delay for this event. Um, how much more work and expense has that produced? And are there any silver linings to the postponement? Yeah, the, the, actually, there are many silver linings, Gerard. And it, and it did, you know, we we have followed, the World Games have followed the Summer Olympics since their inception, as, as you laid out, uh, 1981 in Santa Clara, California. This is the 11th edition. And the first time back in the U.S. since then, it's been all over the world. It was in Roxall, Poland last time. It's been in Cali, Colombia. It leaves here and it goes to a small little town in China called Chengdu, about 16 million people. So, you know, it's a... Uh, it's, it's great to have the brand back in the U.S. And the connectivity to the Olympic movement ecosystem is so awfully important. We were with our friends with the USOPC last week in Washington talking about how important that is. Is We expect over 400 Team USA athletes that will be competing in these World Games. Um, the one-year delay of the Summer Olympic Games really created a cascading effect, if you will, for all of the different events that are part of that ecosystem from the world track and field championships to us and so many in between um, Commonwealth games and, and not Birmingham, but Birmingham, England, you know, and they're only a, a few weeks after us. Um, and there was a mad dash to, to try to solidify dates for your linear TV broadcast, for your global broadcast, for your sponsors, for all of these things. The big silver lining, and it was a, I mean, we, we were pulling 15 hour, you know, days uh, during that, um, just trying to get everything set back up with all of our venues. We're in 10 different venue clusters, 20 plus venues in the greater Birmingham area for that time. Um, and once we found our days and we had to get a new TV broadcaster domestically, NBC Sports, so many things were evolving around uh, broadcast. We were with NBC Sports. They're changing, as we all know. We had to hire Wasserman Media and find a new domestic sports uh, broadcast partner. We were with CBS and CBS Sports, two hours on CBS Network and 10 hours on CBS Sports. But we have several venues that were not going to be fully constructed this July for uh, when the World Games were originally scheduled, and we wouldn't be able to showcase them. But because we moved it, one of the major silver linings is our brand new protective stadium. It'll be home to opening and closing ceremonies. Um, it's a beautiful 45,000 seat state venue um, will be ready to welcome the world. And it's brand new. And underneath 
what was an old interstate connector for our downtown that you really wouldn't even park under at night, you know, for fear is going to be a beautiful new connection party zone. It'll be the world's greatest sports party for 10 days next July. It's called City Walk Birmingham. Folks could could look that up, City Walk Beham, but it's also going to be home to the region's financial World Games Plaza, a great gathering of thousands of our friends from all over the country and all over the world as we welcome these great athletes. That wouldn't have happened if we were here uh, in 2021, but moving it one year is, is open that up for us. So those things, along with just having things settled down from the pandemic, we're still going through it with this Delta variant. There's still a lot of angst. I think as we get through this fall, more and more people hopefully take the vaccine. The, the, the college and professional football seasons in the United States starts to show, you know, that people are gathering again and there's confidence around that. It'll continue to boost our ticket sales uh, going into the end of the season and, and into the early 2022. Well, that's that is good news. That is very good news. Uh, so, Kat, um, you joined up as an honorary co-chair of the World Games last summer. Uh, I'm curious. I, I always wonder about how these things work. What has the past year been like for you? I'm I'm guessing it's gotten a little busier since July. 7th, 2021, when the <laughs> one year to go started. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, I'm, you know, I'm just so honored that they asked me to be a part of it. You know, um, I'm a proud Alabamian, proud Birminghamian, you know, just, um, and proud to be able to, to represent, you know, that is just, is, is quite an honor. And it meant so much to me that they wanted to include me um, with such, with such incredible people and to, to help be part of the, the world games, be an honorary person for that. And, um, so I was really excited about that. And that was the main thing for me. I think that's where a lot of things have changed just because, you know, that was, you know, I, I just felt so honored to, to be a part. And, you know, right now it's, you know, a few, you know, interviews here, helping there doing, you know, a couple of stuff, but I just know that it's going to keep, keep ticking up and, and getting ready because, you know, with the announcement of the tickets going on sale and everything. And so I've done a few of that kind of stuff. So it's been fun and uh, I'm excited just to keep going and to keep supporting the games. Uh, what are you most looking forward to for the games? You know, all the different sports, actually. Um, you know, there's a lot, there's like water skiing and all that stuff that, um, you know, you just don't, you don't get in the Olympics. And um, so that, that kind of stuff is really exciting. One of the big ones for me is lacrosse, actually. Um, you know, I've always thought lacrosse never really um, has been showcased on the world scene when I feel like there's so many people that play lacrosse and, um, I went to the University of North Carolina and our lacrosse team, both men and women are extremely good national champions and stuff. And I loved watching them when I was there. And I always wondered why they weren't, you know, a part of the Olympics. And so that now that they're part of the world games, I'm excited for those, you know, athletes to be there. Cause there's a lot of similarities with lacrosse and, and soccer. We actually have, um, a lot of two sport athletes at UNC that, um, We've had many um, players that played in the fall for us also play lacrosse in the spring. So um, that's exciting to me to watch, to watch that because that is, it's a great sport. And, um, you know, I never got, I never played it myself, but it's really fun to watch. So those, those are the kind of things that I'm really excited about. Uh, having, having talked with uh, World Lacrosse uh, recently that they are also very excited to be at the world games because that's a way to showcase their sport. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that, that brings me to a, to a point about, okay, we've got different 
a lot of different sports. Well, what about the sports that are in the Tokyo Olympics and will also be on the sport program for the World Games? Are you guys kind of following those sports and maybe some of the Olympic athletes who will now be coming to Birmingham next summer? Absolutely. There's going to be a lot of promotion and marketing around that, Gerard, as you, as you mentioned. Um, from women's softball, who the Team USA uh, center fielder is an Alabama native. She's the first Alabama native in history to be on the U.S. team. She's a four-time All-American from the University of Alabama. Her name's Haley McClenney. She played lights out, uh, really had a great Olympic uh, competition. And we expect her to be here in front of full crowds again and her own family uh, in, in the World Games. And so there's a great storyline around that. Um, the other sports that are competing in the Olympics or sports disciplines that will be competing here include karate. And we've been watching just unbelievable action there. And many of those athletes will be here. Archery, maybe different disciplines, but, but many of the same athletes. Sport climbing, which just, which just started. Um, which will be here as well. We're building a sport climbing wall and a beach competition court at this uh, vintage location in Birmingham called Sloss Furnaces. It'll be a great place to uh, venue to watch sport competition and and uh, and really have a great time. And and that leads to another one: handball. It's indoor handball in Tokyo, but they, as we all know, things are always more fun at the beach. We'll have beach handball, you know, at, uh, at the World Games 2022. But probably some of the same athletes will be competing. And then finally, gymnastics. While uh, we won't have a, a, I don't expect a, a Simone Biles or a Suni Lee. Suni is, as we know, going to be a freshman at Auburn University. There's great connection to her, and what an unbelievable storyline that we had there for her winning gold uh, in the all around in gymnastics. And we won't have uh, those competitions, but we'll have tumble and trampoline, and we have other competitions that will be on our platform, um, and perhaps even some of the same gymnasts. So a lot of great connectivity. And that's why we call this, frankly, Gerard, the new generation of sports. That's how we define the world games. Many of them are the fastest growing, as Kat said, in emerging sports around the world. Lacrosse, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the last time lacrosse is on the official world games platform. I expect it to be in L.A. 2028. You know, the IOC just pulled it in. It's, it's kind of a fully recognized sport. It's emerging and fast growing all over the world. Um, and you've got traditional sports like sumo, men's and women's. Muay Thai and kickboxing and gosh, what those are, those sports are doing is feeder sports to MMA, the mixed martial arts and the UFC and the like. Um, but then you've got sports that many folks have ever heard of in America, uh, like parkour, which is fantastic athletic acrobatic sports and drone racing and canopy piloting where these athletes are jumping out of helicopters. They pop a parachute about a thousand feet before the ground. They got to drag a foot across a water runway and land at a precision point. We'll do that at the International Motorsports Park, Barber's International Motorsports Park in Birmingham. It's a world-renowned uh, park where you can see thousands of motorcycles and Indy cars as well. So just great connections. Wow, I'm excited. I <laughs> Good. Just looking forward. And honestly. We got uh, a seat for you, too. We got a, we got a great seat for you at all the <laughs> venues, Gerard. Yeah, and, and the beauty of it is I'm not that far away, so uh, <laughs> I can could, I could make it without any trouble. Um, well, it's been great talking with you guys, uh, Nick Sellers and Cat Whitehill, about next year's World Games. We are looking forward to an, some exciting action next year in Birmingham, Alabama in July of 2022. 
I'm Gerard Sherrick. Thanks for listening to this latest edition of the Around the Rings podcast. Until next time.